0: Hi, everybody. This is Moshe Fried, and welcome to the very 45th episode of the Class Stars podcast. Today, I want to take a break from the regular discussions around education, and uh, this week we were actually going to have a podcast conversation with someone. But due to the pandemic that is going on now with the COVID-19, also known as the coronavirus, I wanted to spend some time discussing what we can do to help deal with this more sanely in a better, more balanced social and emotional way. The big question is how do teachers like us who are being pulled in so many directions with so many demands and so much to do, how do we make sure that we not only get through our lesson as planned, but also make sure that every child is noticed every day and that each one gets the attention they need to succeed? That is the question. And the Class Stars podcast is here to give you the answer. Here is your host, Moshe Freed. With the pandemic of the coronavirus getting worse and worse with each passing day, and so much uncertainty, really, uh, uncertain, uncertainty the likes of, I've, of which I've never seen in my lifetime. And it's hard to imagine, in recent history, the amount of uncertainty... Panic chaos that's been going on today. They canceled the New York City public school system I already heard that uh, last week. They had already canceled uh, In Los Angeles the second to biggest public school district New York City is the biggest public school district So the two biggest public school districts in the country have canceled uh, the stock market has been uh, a Disaster people are just grabbing stuff off of shelves toilet paper is hard to find Everything, people are, are hoarding food as if the end of the world is coming, and just watching this and hearing this, it's very, very stressful, very disconcerting, and I just wanted to use this opportunity uh, to to speak with you, and, and of course, as I'm always encouraging my audience to spread the word and to share the podcast with your friends, but this week it might be particularly pertinent to share this, to help people get a sense of, of how to settle down, how to find themselves in, you know, some, some calm in the chaos, you know, some, some calm in the storm. And, you know, obviously there are the medical precautions that people should be taking, frequently washing your hands, maintaining safe distances, avoiding crowded places, and all of those suggestions that are, that are coming from the medical community, uh, from the CDC, from the local health departments and national health departments, so of course we should all be doing that but from a more you know social and emotional standpoint I just wanted to point out a couple of things that might be uh raising the anxiety level that we that we're experiencing and and try to help us calm down a little bit. The first thing that's important to recognize is that we are all out of our comfort zone. You know we all develop each and every one of us develop a certain comfort zone. It's a routine that we get comfortable with. It's always hard to start a new job. It's always hard to start a new position in a job, start a new school, whatever it might be. New things are always difficult. So we find routine. We're creatures of habit. We fall into habits. We fall into routines and we take comfort in that. We don't really need to think about it. We get up. We prepare for our days. We do the things that we need to do. And the things that we do out of habit give us the opportunity to not have to think about them, not have to focus on them. They happen kind of on, on speed dial, on autopilot, on cruise control, all the different analogies that we can use. And now none of us, that's all gone. That's all gone. Whether our job has been disrupted or our families have been disrupted with our kids going to school, if we're teachers, and now we have to figure out a new way to teach remotely, um, I know my wife is going through a difficulty, her school is closed, and they're trying to make alternative plans, and it's complicated with the technology, the platforms, the blessing plans. How are they gonna do everything? How are they gonna hold the kids accountable? To what extent can they hold the kids accountable? So many questions come up. We're all out of our comfort zone, and that's something that can definitely cause a lot of stress. So what can you do if we're out of our comfort zone? The first thing to do is to set appropriate expectations you are going to be more exhausted at the end of the day when you need to think through every step of your day than when your day goes on autopilot. And the analogy that I like to give with my clients is when you get in the car and you're driving for two hours, is that a long time in the car or, or not? And the answer is it depends on where you're going. If you're going around the corner, two hours is a very long time to go around the corner. But if you're traveling to another state, Granted that you don't live on the border of your state. If you're traveling to another state, then two hours is very reasonable, is, is, is very fair. So understand the expectations. Recognize that when you get up in the morning, you're going to go through your day. It's going to be a more difficult day than usual. And if you adjust your expectations and you recognize that these next few days are going to be more stressful, and it might be a few weeks. We don't even know, and that's part of it. Is We don't even know how long this is going to last. But... I can assure you of one thing. We will start to get comfortable with the discomfort over the next few days. If we can get through, <clears throat> and the truth of the matter is that even though this has been going on for a couple of weeks, but this level of disruption is is really, really recent. So, you know, again, it's hard to imagine the disruption getting even worse than this, although who could have even imagined this? But with time, you start to get comfortable with the discomfort, and you kind of find um, you know, some kind of method to the madness, there's a way of settling down and finding some level of routine, some level of predictability and, and continuity, and that's certainly very, very helpful. So just relax, give yourself some time, set appropriate expectations. The next thing that I've noticed again for myself is that we are bombarded with alerts, news, you know, our phones are buzzing, we are so tied, so connected, and it's one coronavirus alert after the other. Whether it's school closings, whether it's, you know, there's a shortage of milk or meat at the local grocery stores, or people are buying too much of this, whatever it might be, it's never, it's never ending. And what's important is to put a limit to the alerts. Obviously, certain things you need to know. If it's work-related, if it's related to your family, you need to know what's doing. But really, really think long and hard about the alerts that are coming through on your phone. Are these really necessary? Do I really need to know every time somebody says something about coronavirus? Do I really need to know the latest statistics or how many people are sick or how many people have succumbed to this or, or whatever other stuff? You don't need to know everything about it. You need to know more about what's relevant to your life and your family's life and your loved one's lives, try to separate that out. And if you can minimize it, even if you can minimize it by 10, 20, 30%, that might be the difference. You know, I always tell people that the difference between drowning and keeping your head above water is a couple of inches. It's not that much, but that makes all the difference. So try to keep that in mind and limit the number of alerts and information information overload regarding coronavirus. Now, even with the information that we're getting, we hear a lot of unverified information, a lot of fake news, a lot of rumors, whether it's local or national or whatever it might be. And what's important is to know how to verify the information for yourself. There's a lot, you know, obviously there are the reliable news sources and you shouldn't you should definitely know what the reliable news sources are, but also understand that because everything is so chaotic, because there's so much up in the air like never before, it's easy for for there to be a mistake. So take everything with caution. Try to verify things through more than one news source. If you hear something on one network, see if another network is reporting it. If If not, it's possible that it was a mistake. Just be calm. Don't take the word of the news as gospel. Think about it. Does it make sense? Can it be verified? And know to just recognize that how how much information have we heard over these last couple of weeks that turned out not to be true or not, but at least don't react to it initially as if it's like that. The next thing that I noticed, and this is really the thing that's the most mind-boggling to me, is that this is affecting us really in ways that we could not have imagined. I mean, even if we don't know anybody personally that's sick, the markets have been affected, jobs have been affected, you know, if your kids are home from school, totally throws off your day, and for people that are really living paycheck to paycheck or even day to day on any kind of level even if it's not a financial level but even on an anxiety level on an emotional level all of a sudden now you've got all these other things that you need to contend with things that we've always taken for granted i mean just the idea that movie theaters have closed that disney world has closed that the nba and ncaa and and people are talking about postponing elections states are postponing primaries these are things these are institutions that we took for granted that were that are you know I would say they are but they are clearly aren't rock solid and now it's it's gone you know this this is very very frightening it's very frightening because we take comfort in these certainties we take comfort in the institutions if you're you know, if you've been looking forward to March Madness, if you're a college basketball fan and you've been looking forward to March Madness, this is something that you can take to the bank, right? Everybody's usually filling out their brackets now That you know, it's, it's, and, and all of a sudden it's gone. And it's just a very, very strange thing. So we're, we're being affected in ways that we can't imagine. And, and just like I said before about being outside of your comfort zone, this, this puts us out of our comfort zone. And it's important to just take a deep breath, and recognize that, yeah, we do live in a world where we take a lot of things for granted, and thankfully we live in a world where we all have smartphones for the most part, and we have access to video conferencing, and a lot of the schools will be able to minimize the amount of time lost. Obviously, learning remotely is not nearly the same as learning in a classroom, interacting with people face-to-face, it's not the same, But the fact that we can communicate through video conferencing, we have Zoom meetings, Skype, Google Hangouts, Google Duo, all the different, uh, go to meeting, go to webinar, all the different um, webinar platforms, the video conferencing platforms. We do have these technologies. It does make it a lot easier and we will settle down in ways that we couldn't. But again, it's frightening that it's affecting us in ways that we couldn't have imagined. And we will come to this new reality, we will learn to deal with this, and hopefully um, <clears throat> you know it will settle down, and we 'll get comfortable with this level of discomfort as quickly as possible and finally, and this is really something that i 'm reluctant to say because it 's really, really hard to say this, but as 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 difficult and as reluctant as i am i think I think that I need to say that and say this and and that is that we have to try our best to find positive things in the situation you know opportunity comes in in all kinds of interesting ways and it could be it could be that we'll find opportunities to do things that we otherwise wouldn't be able to do in our day-to-day lives you know our schedules are upended we're we're reexamining every moment of our day now in ways that we never would all of these you know, things that I've mentioned earlier force us to reexamine everything. And if we try to find opportunities, try to find positive things that are coming out of the day, it really, really makes a huge difference. It really makes a huge difference. So again, without trying, without being insensitive, I know that it's something that's extremely difficult and everybody's got their own situation and everybody's struggling with it in their own personal way. And You know, you should reach out to people, to friends, to families, to support people that can help you get through it. We need to rely on each other. We need to come together now more than ever to support each other and help us get through this really, really unusual time. Really, really unusual. But if we can take a step back and put it in perspective and do the best that we can in the areas that we can and kind of focus on the things where we can make a difference and not focus on the things that won't make a difference. You know and i'm not saying that you shouldn't go out and stock up on toilet paper if you need toilet paper but you know there are certain things that certainly aren't helpful let's identify those things let's cut those things out let's focus on the things that are helpful let's support each other and of course to realize that sometimes the best way to get support is to give support so find someone find someone in your circle in your social circle whether it's a family a neighbor a friend who who needs support who needs help and try to provide that for them in, in a way that you can and you don't need you know you don't need a lot sometimes it's just an encouraging word it's some support it's just asking them is there any way that I can help you you never know how you might be able to help somebody if you just make the offer so let's let's come together and hopefully this ends really really soon and hopefully we come out of it better and stronger and more united and more fulfilled, and all the best. And I, I, may actually, I may actually be putting out more podcasts this week. I usually put out once a week. But because the situation is so fluid, because the situation is ever-changing, um, I am definitely open to putting out more podcasts. If there is anything that anybody in the audience thinks that I could be helpful for, please, please reach out. You can reach out to me. Um, through Facebook. You can you can check me out, Moshe Freed on Facebook, Class Stars page on Facebook. You can leave a comment on the podcast. You can send me an email at info at So there are ways of reaching out to me. Let me know how I could be helpful. If there's something that you want to hear discussed on another episode, even this week, related to the coronavirus, please let me know. And hopefully we'll get back to our regular scheduled programming really, really soon. Thank you so much for tuning into the Class Stars podcast. To learn more about our vision for education, subscribe to us, visit our website, take our free training, sign up for the newsletter, and follow us on social media. Join the revolution in education and become a Class Stars today, empowering educators one episode at a time.